Um, my trend of the week is tried and true. Something we all know and love and we should be participating in every day is a hot girl walk. Now that spring is here <laughs> and the sun is going to be shining and the flowers are blooming and the butterflies are out, we should be on a hot girl walk every single day for our silly little mental health. Why are you laughing? You, you mean just a goddamn walk? A hot girl walk, Justin, where you put on a playlist or a podcast that is empowering or inspiring or just makes you feel like a bad bitch. You guys, I honestly have no idea where she comes up with this shit, but it Justin, kills me. this is a known thing. I didn't make up hot girl walks. Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another beautiful episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I am one of your hosts, Justin. I'm here with my co-host all the way from Hawaii, Lindsay. Oh, wow. I love the little shout out to us being across an ocean. I feel like I just have to remind people that that's the case, you know? Like, we're not the in case. the same state, not even no. in the same time zone. So there's a lot of coordination behind the scenes, like today when you were ready at noon my time, and I was asleep. So. Yeah, no, I was very confused when I was like, okay, I think I'm going to be ready by noon. And you said, I just woke up because you are three hours ahead of me. Yeah, I had a very eventful night shift. And so after I went to the gym this morning, I literally passed out. So. Oh, well, the fact that you went to the gym after an eventful night shift is very admirable and commendable to you. Um, Did someone die? No matter what, you always go to the gym. Uh, Someone tried to, so. Oh, no. But tried to, keyword tried, they failed at that attempt, so. Okay, but that's like, that's not only like physically draining being on a night shift, but your job's also very emotionally draining. So you probably need double the amount of sleep to catch back up. I wish I can say that, but you really learn how to put those things into boxes and sequester. Yeah, I guess that's like what therapists feel like too. Put them into boxes. Yeah, you gotta put them in boxes. Um, Anyway. Speaking of the box that Gonzo pulled out of his asshole today for me was we figured out how to get a real camera to film me instead of my laptop camera. I have Except to give, now. What? I have to give you props on that segue transition. You're getting really Thank good at you. this. Thank you. You know, you have to be quick witted in this industry, Justin, or we'll flop. I, I agree. <laughs> Okay, so I have, like, my old-ass camera that I got in 2015. Like, literally, I got it as my Christmas present for my grandma in 2015. It's a Canon – I don't know. But I never use it because why would I carry around a huge old big camera for daily life? So it's just been, like, collecting dust in my office. And I really want the Canon GX7. And if you know, you know, and you know that it's elite and superior. However, we're balling on a budget because – Gonzo and I are honeymooning this September, and that's where my extra money is going to be going to. Anyways, so we pull out this camera, and guess how I figured it out, Justin? You Googled it? I'm, I'm nope. confused. 
I used ChatGPT to I tell me how to set that, up right? my camera to film through Squadcast, the platform that Justin and I record on. And ChatGPT literally gave me step-by-step instructions. I followed them to a T, and here we are. So thanks, ChatGPT. You know it's funny you bring like that story up because I've been reading that the heads of big tech companies like Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. um, um, what's that guy's name? Um, Elon Musk uh, have all signed a joint statement saying they're very concerned about the integration of AI into our daily lives because, because they we won't feel need like... them. Because what? We won't need them anymore. We won't need them as no, much. Well, their concern is that we're giving it way too much information. Like, have you seen any like artificial intelligence movie or show? Yes, I. I and they always take over at the end. They I always know. end up taking over, and so I think you know. Well, we're not doing a good job, so maybe they need to take over because we are praying instead of enacting gun control, and Ooh, we're focusing on drag kit drag performers mm. reading to children so maybe we... the ai does need to take over because we've lost our privileges we're four minutes in and you really you just gonna jump right into that deep end huh you know i i only have so many thoughts and prayers okay you know and it it hit home today because there was a false active shooter call to a high school here in santa barbara this morning Stop. it wound up being false like unfounded but still it's just you guys like you can you can you can have your guns like for hunting and stuff like that's fine but no one needs to have an ar-15 and i just would need to like i will die on that hill and my mom's a teacher she's a third grade teacher the shooting last week took place in a third grade classroom the teacher Mm -hmm. that passed away is around my mom's age like it i no longer have patience Mm. No, so, that's real. Uh, thoughts and prayers to you if you think AR-15s are more important than children. Thank you. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. But anyway, how was, besides all that, how was your weekend? Weekend was kind of boring. It rained and stormed so hard all weekend long, which I mm. thought we were in the clear for weather-wise, but we're not. <clears throat> so Saturday, Gonzo and I tried a new recipe out of an Argentinian cookbook that his mom gave us for his birthday. And then um, yesterday we had a crafts day. Gonzo's been wanting a little piece of like artwork up in his office. If you guys don't know, Gonzo has his own chiropractic office um, in Wahiwa, if you're local on Oahu. And he um, we've decorated it all top to bottom with secondhand finds. So that includes all the artwork. So we source some material and we made a cute little like canvas print and we're going to hang that up in his office on tuesday that was very cute i can personally attest it all looks like they bought the artwork and no they did it a lot of blood sweat and tears in the back of the office hawaii north shore shack very cute Mm -hmm. very cute how was yours weekend i just really i got this sudden urge to just get the fuck outside like I've been working, I'm in the middle of five total shifts on my, going on my fourth night shift tonight, but yesterday, oh, shit, Justin. in between night shifts, I still felt like I just need to get out. Like I had no mm-hmm. business going out during the light of day, but I just had to because I've been itching and um, yeah, it was great. Had uh, April Fool's this weekend, so I- Oh, did up- anyone get you? I don't get God. I get people. All right. Let's make that perfectly okay. clear. Can I tell you um, 
about my experience. What, like this so Saturday it's or? This Saturday. It's okay. one of my um, best friends, Allie's favorite holiday of the year. Oh. And every year she tries. And not only does she try to like one person, she tries to everyone she knows. Like you guys, including her boss. Like she has no, no boundaries with that. That's surprising meeting Allie. I would not have called that being a oh, holiday she that she. loves a prank. She loves a prank. So I wake up. 7 a.m. on Saturday and I see a text from Allie and she's like call me as soon as you get up I'm like oh my god what is happening like and I get anxiety when I get those types of text messages and she knows that like when someone texts me call me I'm like something's wrong like whatever so I like jump out of bed I send Gonzo on his way to work and I call Allie immediately and she was she just did a April Fool's and right when Gonzo was walking out the door he goes just remember it's April Fool's and I was like, oh. And then she tried to get me and she didn't. So, so she didn't even have like a story made up. She just wanted to. She did. Freak you she out. did. She did. Yeah. But like, I don't know that I want to share it because it's kind of like putting myself on blast. So I'll share it with you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos to you. Allie. Some things have to be a mystery. Um, yeah. So I pranked my entire. So I ended up subbing a yoga class on Saturday. It was packed. It was like. 50 something people and wow. when I teach I teach so infrequently when I do teach like people are like change my schedule so I can come to class so anyway so there's a lot of people there and I walked to the front of the class I was like you know what I really wanted to make a special playlist for everybody and I was really feeling inspired and so I made a playlist entirely of country music from beginning to end <laughs> the amount of cheers that I got was disappointing because ew of course and i was like yes wow and i was like what the fuck i was actually confused i was like you guys who the like, hell are they april foolsing me back would make an entire country c2 class so then i was like i'm totally joking i hate country music and it was it was a good laugh they thought i thought it was funny i thought it was funny it was great so that was my april that Fools. is too much <laughs> like we um we here in Hawaii have lots of people that love country music. All the Hawaiians like redo country songs with like a ukulele and it's mm. everywhere. And Gonzo will be like, oh, this is a Hawaiian song. I'm like, no, it's not. It's country. No. <laughs> He's in denial. He's in denial. 100%. Yeah. I just, I do a lot of different music. Like I was watching um, parts of the Dreamville Festival that was happening this weekend, which by the way, Usher took the cake on. April Fool's jokes. He performed mm -hmm. on Saturday night at Dreamville Fest, which, oh my God, would have given Never anything to be there. Um, so this is a festival put on by J. Cole in his hometown. And Usher, in the middle of his performance, was like, you know what, guys? I really, I don't know why I put on a sultry voice as soon as I did an Usher impression. Anyway. <laughs> I'm dead. He said, I told you guys I was going to bring out a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Beyonce and like everybody cheered like crazy. Obviously, I freaked out. And then there was like this awkward pause. And then he came back and he was like, April Fools. I would have been livid. I can't believe that like the crowd didn't start rioting. I, I would have rioted. I would have started rioted. a fire and I would have revolted. It would have been like Woodstock 99. 100%. 100% would have been freaking out. Like I would have left. I would have been pissed. So anyway, he did that. It was really messed up. But um, kudos to him. It was a good prank. 
kudos to him. Okay, well, that was like a long intro. I love that for us. We're just gabbing. Just chit-chatting. Okay, should I start with my trend because you don't know what it is? Wait, I thought you told me what your trend was yesterday. Did you change it on me? Did I tell you a trend? I don't remember telling you a trend. Just go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, My trend of the week is tried and true. Something we all know and love and we should be participating in every day is a hot girl walk. Now that spring is here <laughs> and the sun is going to be shining and the flowers are blooming and the butterflies are out, we should be on a hot girl walk every single day for our silly little mental health. Why are you laughing? You mean, you mean just a goddamn walk? A hot girl walk, Justin, where you put on a playlist or a podcast that is empowering or inspiring or just makes you feel like a bad bitch. You guys, I honestly have no idea where she comes up with this shit, but it kills Listen, me. This is a known thing. I didn't make up hot girl walks. I mean, I'll take it because it's iconic, but I don't make this up. That just I just feel like I do that on a walk. I put on music that I like and then I move one foot in front of the other. It's just yeah, a... but do you have the mindset of this is my hot girl walk? You're right. Mindset I, I changes don't... everything. Mindset shifts. Mindset. Oh, well, see, that's where you're oh. missing out. Try it next time and let me know. It, you'll d have a different experience. Oh, my God. That brought me to tears. That was great. <laughs> Ask anyone you know, Justin. Everyone knows hot girl walks. I wanted a poll right now. I guarantee Justin, you. You're the last person in the world to know what a hot girl walk is. Everyone knows what hot girl walks are. So you're just putting All yourself right. on blast right now. That's You're right. So I don't know. My bad. Sorry, everybody. I said it's who tried knows. and true. It's nothing new. Okay. Well, I love that for me that I can just educate you on such an important topic you keep me they young. really do help like sometimes i put on a walking meditation or just like oh there's um a playlist on spotify called bad bitch energy i'll Ooh, put that on great playlist and you like walk to the beat like you're on a runway my Wailua neighbors are like really getting a show. I was about to say, I would really love to just be the random person who's driving past and sees this blonde, blue-eyed girl just like strutting her shit. <laughs> no, absolutely. I have my like waist trainer on. I'm like have my hat on, sun protection always, some sunny, you know some sunscreen. This, you know what this is giving me? This is trying. giving me suburban mom in her juicy tracksuit with her little weights in both hands and like... I can't wait to be that. You would rock it. I'm not going to lie. I would love to just wear a juicy tracksuit all day and shoot yeah. the shit. Actually, I want mine to be aloe, though. I want I think I want to be an aloe mom. Like an aloe, a kite, Kate, however you say that brand, Frankie Shop. Mom. We really got off Anyways, <laughs> what's your trend of the week, Justin? My trend Kind of goes along with Suburban Moms, but what brought this on is I was watching uh, a like fitness influencer that I follow, <clears throat> and she was doing like one of those like interview things, and they're interviewing her about her like diet and like her food and her shopping. Mm -hmm. And this girl' monthly budget for food is ten 
thousand dollars. Who? What influencer is this? Her name is Marley, I believe. Um, she's blonde. She started her own like nutritional supplement line, and it got me thinking about this whole thing about like you've seen those TikToks about Irwan, and they go in and like, oh my god, this milk fifty dollars, <laughs> and it's just like I don't yes. under I don't get it. I don't understand what it is like. The ingredients in those things aren't that much different. It's like yes, there's a difference between Ralphs and Whole Foods or whatever, but like. We don't need to be spending $50 on like a carton of milk or... No, and, and you're correct there. Especially just... since your last trend of the week was um, making your own nut milk. Exactly. You can make your nut milk, own nut milk, which has no additives or anything like that in it, mm -hmm. for way cheaper than like $50. So it just, it blows my mind and everybody talks about Irwan. Because there's one on that, like, anytime somebody from Santa Barbara drives to L.A., like, oh, I stopped at Irwan. I'm not going to lie. I've been Justin, a basic bitch. Justin, I'm I've sorry. I've done it, too. Can I'm I ask you a question? Go ahead. Um, I want you guys to know how Justin spelled Irwan on um, our outline today. He spelt it. Dope. E-A-R-W-H-A-N. Now, we all know it's Irwan. <laughs> and it's E R E W O N. So just wanted to call that out there because you're saying Irwan and it's Erewhon. But thank you for trying and I appreciate it. I love this joke that you put on. Erewhon. <laughs> I'm screaming, Justin. I like opened it and I was like, what's Irwan, and then I was like, "Oh, he was—he's trying to spell Erewhon." Like, oh my god! Good thing I'm pretty. Okay, anyway, uh, that's my trend of the week. It's bougie ass, like boutique stores, and it's not just. Have Irwan. you been to one? Yeah, I've been. We go when we drive down to LA all the time. Like, I, I've been that basic bitch. I've got. Have you gotten anything good? Smoothies. Their smoothies are really good. I'm not gonna lie. I but haven't like, tried a smoothie, and I haven't tried like anything. I really want to try the sushi sandwich. Did you, have you seen this? I've seen the sushi sandwich. Shoot, sushi. <laughs> I'm just not gonna try to say it. The sushi sandwich. It looks so good. I really want the strawberry glaze smoothie. That's like the smoothie everyone talks about. The smoothies are like eighteen dollars, which like. I, I mean, that is just, the cost of a meal. But, like, your mango smoothie is nowhere near that. $2.99. Shout out mango smoothie in Hawaii. Don't be jelly of my mango smoothies. I can't wait for you guys to come next. I'm going to make – as soon as anyone gets off the plane when they come to visit me, this is what, this is just what's in store for you if you come to visit the Lenzo household. As soon as you get off the plane, you will be greeted with a lay. It's important. Second, we will be stopping at Costco on the way home to get a mango smoothie. Oh, I'll also have like probably malasadas or something for you when I pick you up. Mm -hmm. Can I make or, a like, like my my pickup yeah. needs to also include a spamasubi? But go ahead. Oh, okay, and a spamasubi, a, a snack because you'll be hungry after yep. your flight. Yeah, and then we'll stop and get mango smoothies. Anyways, I love Erewhon. I wish I was rich enough to shop there every day. It is beautiful, and I do. I do agree that the prices are literally insane and no one, no normal human being should be shopping there or have a $10,000 a month grocery limit. Mm -hmm. However, 
I think it does show us that grocery shopping can and should be aesthetically pleasing so that people gravitate towards those healthier options. In like a normal grocery store, everything Mm. that's colorful and that looks good is like in like some – like if it's any of the – like the stuff that's made at the grocery store – that's maybe a little bit fresher. It's always put in like nasty containers and it looks gross. Like Erewhon's makes all of their own like soups and juices and stuff, but then puts it in really beautiful containers. So you gravitate towards it and you want to purchase those things. Like, and you're, you honestly go to Erewhon for the fresher stuff. You don't really go there for like the packaged stuff. So Vaughn's, could you just like follow suit? Thank you. Uh, I don't disagree. Uh, I think we have like a Bristol Farms near here. And as much as oh, I, I hate shopping there because it's so expensive, like it is so aesthetically pleasing in there. Just I just feel at peace as at soon as peace. I walk in the door. You, yeah. You're reminded when you walk through the door, you're right. My body is a temple. I should be taking care of it. I should be drinking more water. I should buy this piece of fruit. Yes. But when you walk into Vons, you're like, where's the fruit roll-ups? You know? <sighs> Uh, uh, no, yeah, that is totally true. But yeah, it just <clears throat> it makes it interesting. And yeah, having like Bristol Farm and stuff like that. It's just, I think I'm okay with those kind of stores for like random things that you yeah. go in for like specific items. But when I go to Bristol Farms and grab like one or two things, and then you see the person who literally does all their grocery shopping there, I'm like, so jealous. How? That's insane. Justin, it's possible. Anything's possible for us. You just have to believe. You have to sh- shift your mindset. Like on my hot girl walks? I got to shift. Yes, Justin, exactly. Let's circle it back to the hot girl walk. On that hot girl walk, just put on your playlist and imagine you walking through Erewhon and picking up all of your groceries. And checking Movie. out and not feeling anxiety when you hand over your card. That's actually a good – Meditation practice, we should all do a visualization. Lay down, visualize yourself in a beautiful grocery store of your choosing. We are choosing Erewhon. Imagine picking up anything that you want off the shelf, literally anything. You're not looking at prices. You're just like, wow, like, yes, I do want to f- fuel myself with this blue spirulina and this alkaline water that costs $11 a bottle. Like, I do want to do those things. Fill your cart, bring your cart to the front. And check out and hand them your card with confidence in your visualization and do that daily. And let's just see how many people now start shopping at Erewhon. I love visualization. That sounds like credit card debt. <laughs> no, Justin, it's a visualization. It's not real life. And then okay. it's like once you're like putting your, that out into that energy out into the universe for it to like the world to conspire for that to become true for you. I will visualize myself buying bougie-ass eggs. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking you to do. Anyways. Moving on. <laughs> moving on to our top pop culture stories of the week. Um, We're going to just start off strong with Sheena Shea is finally free to talk about what actually happened with Raquel the night she found out about Scandaval. So Sheena Shea had her court appearance for the she kept on calling it a TRO I didn't know that's what it was called for for the TRO and um on last Wednesday and Raquel and her team of lawyers did not show up so it 
it was dismissed. Um, you cannot apparently you cannot dismiss a court uh, like a TRO prior to like showing up in the court. Like you can't just be like, never mind, I changed my mind. You just can't. You just don't show up, and it like goes mm. away. So she did this intentionally. Uh, yes. So basically, I guess. Raquel's lawyers did call Sheena's lawyer the day before and say we're not we're not showing up to the court like we're 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 not gonna like pursue this any further but as a good lawyer should Sheena's lawyer still advised like you should still show up because one we're not gonna trust their word for it they've been untrustworthy this entire process like giving mm-hmm. you faulty paperwork and stuff and two like you don't know if this is a PR stunt like it just looks better for you if you're the one that shows up so that's what she did Raquel and her team did not show up. I listened to mm, probably like half of the episode that Sheena put out with Lala right after it. So like saying that she could finally talk about it. But um, Sheena's just like there were so many times Sheena should have known that Raquel and Sandoval were having a, an affair with the things that she was like remembering. She's like, now that I think about it, that was a red flag. It's like. But like hindsight's always yes. twenty twenty. Exactly. She's too – it's like that thing where you're too close to a situation that you can't mm-hmm. see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what was happening. Um, so some other things that came from that episode were uh, Raquel Joe, who I guess is like Schwartz's new love interest but was like a friend of someone's. I don't know who Joe is. Um Raquel and Joe are, like, besties now. Joe was posted, like, with Raquel being, like, I love you no matter what, whatever. They've been seen, like, going out together at bars and whatnot. And um, this summer they went on a couples trip, basically, with Tom and Tom, Raquel and Joe, while they the girls were all in Vegas for Brittany, Jax's wife, who's no longer on the show, Brittany's birthday. So, like, mm. Ariana and everyone was in Vegas for the weekend, so <clears> – <throat> Tom and Tom and Joe and Raquel went to Big Bear. But they didn't know this. And then, like, they found that out later. Um, Raquel was going to shows outside of L.A. for Tom's band by herself. Raquel was turning off her location so that no longer, like, she knows, like, I have all my friends' locations because I live the furthest away from everyone. So when someone leaves my house, like, I need to know that they got home, especially if we had, like, a drink or whatever out. Or like if they're in an Uber. So she turned off her location one night and I couldn't tell if she was home and I didn't get a text from her. And that's how she found out like whatever. She found Raquel and Sandoval under the covers um, in Cabo. All like all these – for her wedding, all these weird things that totally make sense. And then we saw this past weekend Raquel had a sleepover at Tom Sandoval's house that he shares with Ariana. Well, Ariana was out of town in Mexico. And Base posted the most savage post because Hilarious. Raquel was seen leaving Sandoval's house with her base bag fully like half unzipped. Like, let Look me tell you, mess. Jackie and I both have this bag. I almost wanted to burn it after seeing that she was also using this for <laughs> such trickery. But the bottom of the bag, if it's not fully zipped, like shit is falling out at all times. Yes. So she was giving me anxiety that the ha- the bag was half unzipped on the top and on the bottom, but whatever. That's not the point. 
that's what she was photographed with. So Base reposted the paparazzi photos being like, PSA, this is not a sponsored post. Basically just letting us know that sh- they have no affiliation with Raquel and they do not want to be included in this narrative. So they're but also, humorously excluding themselves. But also like that kind of gave them a little bit of advertisement. Like, totally. I well, know because they're probably seeing- with that back. Yeah, exactly. They're probably seeing so many comments and stuff being like, okay, now throwing away my base bag. Like, don't want to be matching Rachel. So they had to do something. So now it's like funny, LOL, they're in on the joke. Yeah. Type of thing. Wild. (sighs) What are your thoughts here, Justin? Well, I think it's always interesting that when you find yourself in a situation where two of your friends, you know, there's a breakup or, you know, there's a cheating scandal or whatever yeah. drama, you always tend to reflect. Like, that's what you do. You're like, okay, was I just dumb or were there signs? Like, what was it? And so that always you enter this time of introspection or retrospection. It both sound good. Sure. And <laughs> you start pulling like, oh, that was kind of a hint. Oh, that was also a little bit of a hint. So it's, it's kind of weird having them have these thoughts and then watching yeah. them during those times in which they had no idea. I'm sure totally. it's like very like if I was into Vanderpump, I think it would be a very great season to watch to like listen to all the current podcasts, all the current interviews and everything, their current Instagrams, but then also watch them during those moments and being like, oh, my God. And very cool. Very meta, I would say. Very meta. I mean, it's just like what being on a reality show is. And I'm sure we've all had situations that we can relate to. And it's just wild. And I'm so excited for this reunion. Oh, they also said that Raquel never cried once during the reunion. And that she just like sat there with a bull face the whole time. And like in front – because Ariana is there. So she's like looking Ariana in the the eyeballs with no remorse. As someone who has literally championed her and who she's called her best friend. It's just wild. And now her and Sandoval are being seen together all over, blah, blah, blah. Like like I said when this first came out, they have to be together for forever for this to ever like – For okay. anyone to ever forgive them or move past it, it has to yep. be something that's real. Unfortunately, I do not think that it's real. I think Sandoval's taking advantage of like a very um, wishy-washy – clout chasing type of person mm-hmm. and i'm unsure that they like have a true love story but it's Time just wild sometimes men especially men who cheat just need to feel above the woman that they're dating and he no longer felt above ariana so he had to downgrade to raquel who's a little younger and just a little bit like not so aware of how the world works so we'll see the reunion looks are coming out, though, but oh, did you see Ariana's look, Justin? No. Oh, my God. Let me find it right now and send it to you. You're going <sighs> to lose your mind. She looks so good. She's, like, in a red <clears throat> revenge dress. Like, absolutely, sister. That's what I'd be wearing, oh, too. Everybody everybody knows about revenge bod. You, like, go on a straight, like, fitness craze. And you, yes. just, you, you don't let the public catch you looking, like, catch you missing because you just got to let everybody know what they're missing. Justin... Do you remember Khloe Kardashian's revenge body? Absolutely. That was when she made like her big ass transformation. Like she no, came but did out. Do you remember her show on E? On E, she had an Mm-mm. E Network show called Khloe's Revenge Body, 
and she like had people on and she taught them like fitness and stuff so that they could also get their revenge bodies but not just like for vanity to be like a newfound sense of self and like identity because that's how she felt whatever and there was like maybe two seasons okay look i'm gonna send it to you on instagram okay go look immediately (laughs) i hate katie's dress i'm gonna send it to you too it's just it's not the vibe um james looks iconic you should just go to this this um page lala in a cheetah print sequined gown oh god damn ariana right he fucked up fire fire flames he fucked up wait a minute this dress is not a dress you just wear this is a dress to say fuck you it's a revenge dress it's a revenge dress this is giving me look at oh my god did she get abs in like these two weeks like she looks stunning wow it's like the most iconic dress i've ever seen now i need to Um, see raquel i know i don't know if they put on raquel's sheena's dress kind of boring sandoval is just such an idiot i hate his mustache schwartz is such a goober like he has no backbone raquel's is this did you see it i'm looking did you go right to the instagram now. page yeah, it's just like a right short turquoise blue it is a really pretty dress it's not a reunion dress to me it's more of like a um like a spring wedding guest dress she's trying like not to be she's trying to blend into the background she is not trying to make statements she yeah she imagine if she showed up in ariana's dress I'm going to ask a dumb question. How did she get in that thing? In Ariana? Yes. Justin, there's probably a zipper in the back. Women stress me out sometimes. Women's fashion is intense and like very intricate, but it's also really fun. Like, look at the guy's outfits compared to hers. Like, she looks so sick. Isn't she concerned about a nip slip? Who cares? Let there be one. If we have to look at Sandoval's nipples, I'd way rather look at Ariana's. Wow. Wow, she did yeah. really well. Well, she I did really well. Good for you, sis. Pop star queen. Ariana, hope you're hope you're killing it out there. And I hope she has no sadness left with these two weirdos. Now that she, now that the whole world has like basically shown Ariana like we hate them. We think we've always thought he was annoying. That must be feel good in a sense but it probably also is like wow what the fuck was i doing all these years i'm so silly trust me after that reunion airs she'll have plenty of suitors plenty of fish in the sea coming her way wow all right well speaking of fashion and amazingness for the longest time not for the longest time i don't know how long has this deal happened this beyonce and adidas had her Ivy Park collaboration for quite a few years now. I want to say almost a decade. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I've never bought. I've tried to like buy something from it, but it was either not exactly my style or it was just like Mm -hmm. extremely overpriced. Yeah. And so finally she parted ways with Adidas, which there's like rumors that sales had been declining and that's why she parted ways but supposedly the statement her team put out is she didn't get as much creative control over things so she bounced out 
And now she is working on a Renaissance line with Balmain, which is amazing. The like it gives this me is like Met Gala. It actually, yeah, it went from athleisure to like elegance. Is amazing. Yeah, which I think is so much more Beyonce. Like, I don't. There's not like an iconic athleisure look I can picture from Beyonce. Like, she mm-hmm. is glam. She is yes that that bitch. You know. So it's like. For her to have this activewear line with Adidas that was, like you said, very overpriced, it just didn't seem like it ever really represented her. So probably that's why it just didn't connect with her fans either. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't look at any Ivy Park piece of clothing and think, oh, yeah, Beyonce had a hand in making that or yeah. Beyonce would wear that. So this with Balmain is a lot more aligned. Um, my question, though, Justin, do you know what, like, the price ranges is going to be? With this line, though, because as we all know, Balmain's a huge fashion house and those prices aren't cheap. And you know what? All honesty, Beyonce is not known for, you know, trying to get her merchandise into the hands of average fans. So I'm sure I'm not going to be buying anything from it. I can look from a distance and admire and appreciate. I'm sure she'll have like some cool sneakers that you'll probably be on a wait list for. Let's be real. Yeah, but Balmain itself is not really my style. So I don't I know, imagine Balmain them. Balmain is really not my style. Balmain gives me like 2016 Kardashians when they were wearing like yeah. the really tight like weird dresses. I don't know that Balmain's my favorite either, but who knows? I don't know who's going to be buying this either. So we'll see. But I am we'll excited to see what she comes up with because if she does get more creative control, I would like to see Beyonce's like creativity in fashion. Like, mm-hmm. that's tangible rather than just being styled or whatever. Like, I think it'll be exciting to see her making her own Absolutely. her own so. line. Okay. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow was awarded her $1 settlement against this man. I don't remember his name in the ski accident. So she won. Good um, for her. Duh. Like, I don't know – why this man wasted his time, his money, and his energy to do this. Like, he had to spend so much money in legal fees just to go through this trial. But it's crazy that there's people out there who literally, that's how they live their lives. Like, that is how they pay for yeah. their living. Like, that their income yeah. is, like, there's, like, the classic, like, where you're driving in a car and you make somebody rear-end you, rear-end you kind of thing. And then you get them to pay out for the insurance and stuff. Like, yeah. I can't believe people spend their time doing this shit yeah it's it's wild a couple things um to note her kids did not actually take the stand we Mm. had reported that they were um lots of outlets have reported that they were going to take the stand her kids did not actually take the stand physically but their statements were read in court um and then she whispered in the guy's ear while she was leaving like may you be blessed or something on your journey something like peace be with you basically to me, it's like, LOL, bitch. That's probably what she should have said. But she said it in gook kiss. terms, which was probably like, I bless you on your journey. Kiss my ass. That's what kiss she said. Kiss my asshole. I'd like my $1 now, please. Because she, she countersued for a dollar. Yeah. Because, again, it wasn't – if Gwyneth countersued for money, it would be a very bad PR look for her. But no, yeah. she should have been like, I'll take my dollar now in quarters. Well, supposedly she she had like a sassy comment of like, I guess a lawyer asked, but like, what did she lose or something? And she's like, yeah, like half a day of skiing. Yeah, and half a day of skiing. 
I mean, we love an honest queen. She was honest. She's like, yeah, I just lost half a day of skiing. This did not change my life. This is making me lose much more than that. (laughs) So wild. I mean, Gwyneth has just been in the news the past month for some very interesting things. It started with the the bone broth Mm -hmm. and her diet of the day to this ski trial. So I bet you we're not going to hear from Gwyneth for a while. She's going to go hibernate. I think she's had her her due time in front of the cameras and in the public eye. Well, this next one is similar. I'll have you similar, same kind of legal issues. This one made me really sad to see. I initially really hoped that they were unfounded and not true, mm-hmm. but I am talking about the assault case that was brought against Jonathan Majors. Which, if you do not know who Jonathan Majors is, he's been in shows like Love Lovecraft Country. He was the villain, or he's like the new villain in the new Marvel series or the new Marvel phase. And he was most recently in the new Creed movie, which, you know, I don't fangirl off very many men's bodies, but the I'm dead. physique that him and Michael B. Jordan put on the screen. I don't know how women aren't just passing out in the theaters watching this movie. <laughs> This is why the women go to watch the movie, Justin. You think they're interested? Oh, my God. Like, this is me, a straight male, being like, damn. Damn. They both put in that work. So, anyway, they... So, anyway, he's he's been in the news recently. So, um, apparently, he was arrested for an assault case, which, in the beginning, I was really hoping, like, oh, this is just some thirst trap person just trying yeah. to accuse him and, you know, taint his image. But, you know, there's been updates since then, and apparently he might have slapped um, a girlfriend with an open hand and actually caused, like, a laceration behind her ear, which, you know, I am very much, oh, you no. do not lay your hands on people, but especially women. There's yes. other ways. We, there's The thing is, like, not much has come out of this. Supposedly, it was, like, while they were in a cab or an Uber or something like that. Ugh, but not worse. a lot of... Yeah, not a lot of details have really come out. His lawyers are saying they're not true. Supposedly, there's medical records. So this is a sad one to report. Yeah, this is ongoing. I really hope that it's not. But if it is, this is not. He already had um, advertisements pulled. Different Mm -hmm. um, companies that he's worked with already have pulled his like advertisement campaigns and stuff, which is the right thing to do. This one sucks. Yeah, that's hard to hear. It's hard when, like we were talking about Jason Sudeikis last week, it's hard when people that we love on screen Mm -hmm. turn out to be different in real life, which like obviously everyone's human, but it's just disappointing to see in general. And we hope that she's okay. Who's his girlfriend? That's I don't know. So he's very private. And that was another thing. Mm -hmm. Like You almost never hear about his private life very much. I was going to say it's because it's not a celebrity. No. And so for this to be like the first private thing about him shared. (sighs) Rough. Yeah. It's a rough one. So that is rough, especially when someone's trying. I mean, there's there could be a reason why he's trying to be so private as well. That is very weird. You know, yeah. Like he has like this dark passenger he's trying to hide. Yeah. I hope he's in therapy and I hope she is, too. (laughs) 
because that's a traumatic experience. Absolutely. So thoughts are with the female and keep you updated. Keep you updated there. Yeah. Another thing to keep you updated on are all the social media and tech updates we have that have just been forefront of our news these past couple of weeks that we just felt like we should do a little bit of a roundup. Yeah. Starting with, I'm sure you guys have all noticed, is the whole blue checkmark fiasco situation. So Meta... On Instagram. Has, on Instagram. So Meta has introduced being able to purchase a blue check mark. And this is the reason they said that they're doing this is so that your users can verify that you're the only one of you, which I have friends who were in different spaces like Airbnb arbitrage, um, personal finance, and their profile gets copied all the time and people try to scam mm -hmm. people all the time. So on that end, I kind of see the point of it is, you know, being able to tell you users like, this is me, you know, you're not going to get scammed. But on the other side is Meta's supposed to do this anyway. They're supposed to be finding these fake accounts, getting rid of these bots and all these things. And so now they're making us pay for them to do the job that is part of what they're supposed to do. And celebrities are not having this bullshit. They're like, look, you should be able to verify that I'm me because that's what's in you know, the user agreement. You have all my other information. You have all my other information. Why the hell am I going to pay you even more money so that you can tell people I am who I am? Like, that's complete. LeBron James has been one, like, one of the main ones that has been like, I am not fucking paying that money. Like, screw that shit. And I'm, you know I kind of. this is giving? I agree. What? It's giving spam phone calls. You know how, like, somehow our phone numbers end up on these stupid lists mm -hmm. somehow. And you get all these weird spam phone calls. And when you answer it, it's just a bot. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is an issue within our whole society that goes from your personal cell phone number to your Instagram account. Like, you just have to be smart. At the end of the day, yes, they should be able to figure out what's a bot and what's not. They have literally all of our information and all the resources and money in, in the world to do so. However, like... Just also don't be dumb and figure out like, okay, click over to the profile. Is this person real? Who are they following? Look at the tagged photos. Like there's so many ways that you personally could also do a quick like little safety check mm -hmm. for yourself that would take five yep. seconds. I have like – I follow lots of um, psychics. I follow lots of tarot readers. I follow lots of like spiritual people that they're – I get these messages all the time. But it's like – Hey, your name – I saw your name and I, like, was intuitively led to re give you a reading. Like, what's your PayPal? And I'll, like, send you a voice note with a personalized reading. Okay. Obviously, duh. That's not real. <laughs> yeah, but it'll screams, say, like, scam, scam. my psychic's name underscore mm -hmm. dot com or something stupid. Yeah. And it's like, just, just think about it. So we don't need to be paying for blue check marks. No, What's funny no. is that I'm seeing people that have like 1,200 followers with a blue check mark, and I'm like, <laughs> which that brings it. So, did you see that Instagram post I sent you? I think it was like earlier today. I don't know. It's this guy and his brother who they're like comedians, and his brother's like very flamboyant. Yells at him all the time because he pranks him, and the brother says that he bought a blue oh, check yes. mark, and he got pissed. He's like, "Those are for thirsty bitches." <laughs> By the way, I'm obsessed with them. They're hilarious. 
They're hilarious. I, it gets a little repetitive. It's like the brother behind the camera doing something stupid, and then the other, the brother in front of the camera, like yelling at him with his hilarious accent. Um, but I just thought it's that was Luke funny. Luke and that, Sassy Scott, if you guys yeah. want to look it up. They're I, really I funny. Was, I thought it was hilarious that he was like, anybody buying a blue check mark right now that's not like already Instagram famous? Like, it's just unnecessary, you guys. You don't need to buy a blue check mark. Please don't buy one. Please do not give Facebook or Meta or Instagram any more of your money or time. Absolutely. Like, nobody is copying your profile. No one's, cop- no one's copying your profile. No. You're not important enough. We're we're all not important enough for them to be copying. Okay? Uh, and if they are, just be flattered. Yeah. All right. But I understand why celebrities would be upset because they're like, look, like, I am who I am. I'm like, already have this huge audience. Like, I already have so much that Instagram needs to fix. Like, imagine what LeBron's inbox looks like. Like, I get Absolutely. overwhelmed if I see I have six messages. Like, imagine LeBron. And yeah. he probably has other gripes with Instagram that he's like, can you fix this before you fix blue check marks? Like, can you make sure I don't get death threats sent to my inbox before you like make sure mm-hmm. that Aunt Cindy can get a blue check mark to prove that it's her to her other friends in the retirement community? Like, there's just so many other things that could be going on first. So. Yes. Agreed. And that's that on that. Next tech update that we have that we thought was really interesting is that Levi's is now using AI models to, in quote, increase diversity. And we have umbrage with this. I, we take umbrage. This is bullshit, first of all. This is bullshit, I, Levi's. Look, this comes on the heels of Iskra Lawrence, who's a very prominent plus size, mid size model. She was yeah. talking about a story where she was invited to go to a new boutique opening up and they wanted to, you know, Instagram her being there. So she goes, she shows up and she's walking around and she walks up to one of the girls and she's like, do you have anything over a size medium or like a size eight? And they're like, oh, we must have like sold out of everything in those sizes already. No, you Here's didn't. a necklace. And she was like, what the flying? Like they literally invited her to use her notoriety and 100%. say and give the image that they're inclusive and body inclusive but clearly she also mentioned that every girl there working there was skinny as hell nobody mm-hmm. everybody white no people of color anything like that and this goes along yeah. the same freaking bullshit you know what brand like, it was uh no she didn't mention the brand which i kudos to her that was you know classy not yeah. to mention them but um this goes along the same lines of you are creating artificial senses of diversity instead of actually doing it. We have these people it. in real life that you could pay. We have them. I, They're I'm everywhere. Right here. I would love to be your blackmail model. Here I like, am. There's there's literally one of our really good friends, Tabitha. She is a CEO for Manelli Management, which manages a bunch of diverse mm-hmm. models and talent. Come on. there's This is such bullshit. And it's like, oh, so you're not going to pay actual diverse groups of people to model. Instead, you're going to create AI's version of them. That's ridiculous. And then think that it's okay that we're going to all look at it and be like, oh, good job, Levi's. Thank you so much for hearing us. You heard nothing. You're ridiculous. I think, you know, what must have been going through their head is like, oh, people will see themselves in these. AI created models and whatnot. Like, okay, yes, I 
can appreciate seeing somebody who looks like me in your clothing, but to know that they're fake and you're avoiding fake. paying people like horseshit. Yeah. I hate the fact that it's I literally have on It's much deeper to use these AI models than it is to real use people use real people who are actually diverse and actually fit this these body types, these races, yeah. these whatever that they want to claim that they're being diverse about. There's real people out in the world that like could do this for you. And people can see other real people. I'm I don't see myself in an AI. I don't know that anyone's going to. But you would see yourself Levi's. in someone that's real. Yeah. Right. Also, like AIs have perfectly smooth skin, perfect features. So it's like you're making a diverse version of a certain race in the most perfect way. You're not even like using real people from that group. It's just like with with skin imperfections or cellulite or whatever it is that it, frizzy hair, like whatever it is. You can just use the real people. You don't have to make AI versions of us. We're still here. This is goes back to that like is AI and all that just getting a little out of hand. Out of hand. Like, are we jumping too quickly into the deep end? Because as we all know, AI only gets smarter the more information we put in it. And I don't know about you, but every fucking person I know has been using AI something in some way, shape, or form, including us. And yeah. this is the beginning of the end. I'm calling this shit right now. 20 years from now, some AI is going to take over the goddamn world like every other movie's predicted. Calling that shit. Well, Justin, did you know that we're in the age of Aquarius? What the hell does that mean? We're just in the age of Aquarius, like planetary-wise. We're in uh-huh. – we have been in Capricorn. And Aquarius, which is me, which is Jackie, we're innovators, we're disruptors, and we really don't like being told what to do. Like I don't know about Jackie, but like if someone tells me, oh, you should do this, I'm like, no. I'm going to prove to you that I don't have to do that, which is really fun for Gonzo and my mom. <laughs> Um, but that's just who we are. So now that we're in this new age and all of this technology boom and this AI boom is here, there's going to be a lot of disruption and it's going to get a little rocky, but it's going to encourage everyone to have individual thought. So just whenever you're feeling scared of AI, just anchor on to your individual thought and stay true to you. I tried to keep a straight face when you said that. I'm sorry. That was wow. Sounded like uh, advice I get out of Cracker Jack box. That was great. You're so welcome. Uh, Whenever you're feeling scared, remember who you are. If anybody had any question of if we pre plan any of this shit out, like this stuff is. This is on the spot bullshit. You were getting us authentically just. Anyway, TV. Anyways, TV. TV. Let's let's jump right in. Um, I did not do my homework. I apologize. I thought I was going to be able to watch Murder Mystery 2 last night. Oh, don't worry about Before my it. shift. And I was not able to do that. So well, I'll I can tell you, you guys. It was. Yeah. Gonzo and I watched Murder Mystery 2. It was with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Um, I love both of them. I love them together. 
was it a movie that I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to watch that again? No. Um, was it entertaining for the time being? Yeah, sure. Too much action for me. Just going to add that one in there. But that's most things. You'll probably think it's fine. Um, lots of twists and turns. Lots of funny moments. Try it out. Let us know what you think. There's a uh, there's an interview of them doing press for that movie, and somebody brought up Dylan and Cole Sprouse how because they were on Big Daddy with them. Oh my god, and friends! Yes. And somebody mentioned that they're they turned thirty and they both lost their shit. They're like, "Isn't that crazy?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw that too. Honestly, the best part of this movie has been all the interview clips and like content we've gotten. That's just of Jennifer Aniston in. Yeah. Adam Sandler together. That's the best part of this movie. I don't think that like the movie itself is that revolutionary, but like mm-hmm. them together is. And I appreciate the moment. So they, I'll support. Yeah, they work. They work really well together. So we will watch it eventually when I finally am. Oh, very important shift. question, Justin. Do what? you think Adam Sandler's number one lady, leading lady is Jennifer Aniston or Drew Barrymore? Ooh. He's been in so That's many, a hot topic many movies debate. with both. Yeah. Because Drew Barrymore, he did like 50 First Dates. He did... I'm drawing a blank on all the movies they've done Let's together. Let's look it up. There's a lot. Okay, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore movies. I am going to say that I think him and Drew have more chemistry. They're mm-hmm. in... 51st States, The Wedding Singer, Blended, um, and is, Isn't It Romantic? I'm not really sure I see. I think that's like, <clears throat> that was like a different era because like yeah. Wedding Singer, all those were like a lot older, whereas like I think him and Jennifer Aniston is like in their older post-Friends era. Yes. Um, like his second wife, essentially. Yeah, you're correct. So then him and Jennifer Aniston have... Just go with it. Murder mystery and murder mystery too. Yeah. So Jennifer Aniston's like his second wife. Yes, exactly. But Drew's the OG. <laughs> she's the like she's the, first the wife. two of them in Fifty First States. You just can't beat that. You just can't beat it. That's actually we should rewatch that movie. That's a cute That's a movie. One. And the um, brother who else. like had the juice. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Ronnie or something or Johnny or Tommy? Something <laughs> like that. The lisp. <laughs> He has the lisp, and they're in. They're on Oahu. It's crazy. Like we drive past where they film, that like the Hooky Hooky Lounge, whatever it's called, that they eat breakfast at every day. Mm-hmm. That's not no longer a thing. But like the oh. aquarium, we drive mm-hmm. by. It's not really an aquarium you can go to. It's like a university center, I think. Honestly, I don't know, you guys, but I see it, <laughs> and I love it. Another thing, Gonzo and I have been watching that. Um, we're just Apple TV's number one's fans right now. And we've been obsessed with the big door prize. Um, again, on Apple TV. It's about like this machine that gets placed mysteriously in this really tiny town supermarket. And it tells you what your life's potential is. And it gives you like each episode focuses on a different character within the town. A lot of people get like very extravagant things. And you're seeing everyone like change their lives overnight because of what this machine told them. Yeah. And it's just so fun to think about. Justin, if there was a machine that could tell you your life's potential, would you do it? Here's the thing. So this begs a question, like, 
which came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, is it the machine actually predicting their life or is the machine putting that idea in their head of exceeding where your life is now and then they go after and get it? And should they not have ever had that kind of influence, they would have just stayed in mediocrity. Like, which one is it? Um, Me personally, I would not do it. Why? Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. I go after what I want. And I don't need a machine to tell me what Ooh, he's, my life he's is meant confident. to be. So, and I know not I everybody has that. No, see, I don't need to know. I know exactly what I want in my life. That is the blessing of being in your 30s. And I go after the things that I want. If I want to go do it, I go do it. If I want to learn how to do it, I do it. If I want to go there, I want to go there. Simple. Yeah, but Justin, what if your life's potential and you got fashion designer? <sighs> Would you Stop would it. you like make some changes to start pursuing fashion design? Touche. Yeah. So basically what it does is like it like the reason why it makes people have these drastic changes is because it pulls on like some type of some piece of you that you might have forgotten about or that mm-hmm. you've like deemed as, oh, that's like an impossible dream of mine or something. Yeah. And it makes you like it revitalizes that within you, which when you're in your mid 40s living in a small town, like, why wouldn't you want to know? Like, what else are you doing? Making apple it's, pie? Like, let's look it up. That. Wow. That's crazy. I in my yoga class last week, I themed about that thing in your life that you always thought about doing but never did. And it might have been like mm. a hobby when you were a kid and you never really paid any attention to and saying like you're never too old to go after that one thing and this is similar like it pulls on that thing of okay fashion designer like that's always been something you're interested in like why the hell not go and try to do it so yeah why not just try it if it's like (sighs) that thing is like if you knew you wouldn't fail what would you do yeah I, i think that's a good kind of premise of a show i think it's yeah it's really good i need to watch because yeah, like what if we didn't have the limitations we put on ourselves? What could we achieve? Literally anything. This is why I told you to do some visualizations and do some hot girl walks, okay? You can do whatever you want, ladies. Men too. I tell this to Gonzo every day. Every day I'm like, Gonzo, I'm going into my room and I'm meditating and I do my manifestation meditation and I'm obsessed with it. And I just close my eyes and I envision Justin and I walking into Dear Media Studio and we have our own recording room and it's like the table is set up with all of Lauren and Michael's favorite things and Justin and I are interviewing Lauren and Michael and then afterwards we're going to be on him and her and we are like chatting it up. Afterwards, we go and get like drinks at Sassoni's with them. Like we get Lapisines. Like that's what I'm manifesting in my visualization every day. The specificity in which you manifest doesn't surprise me because your dreams are ex- exact same way. No, but you dr- you have to you have to put in. So okay, kudos to my mom. She actually instilled this in me when I was extremely young. Like I remember, I was probably five or six. We just moved to Bakersfield, and I was scared to do the monkey bars at the park across the street. I lived across yeah. the street from a park, and um, all my friends could do them, and I was like really scared because I had fallen or whatever. So one night before going to bed and I was like really sad about it, my mom laid in bed with me and she was like, okay, close your eyes. And she like walked me through. She's like, okay, now like 
Imagine you walking up the steps to the monkey bars. Imagine you like going, the next one, the next one. And like she counted how many. And the next morning, and I like closed my eyes and I like envisioned it. And the next morning she took me to the park and I fucking did the monkey bars, okay? And then we got ice cream afterwards. So thank you, Mom, for instilling that in me. Because I do that. I continue to do that. Why is Anna so goddamn cute? So cute. She's like such a third grade teacher. It's wild. But it's it's facts. She's not wrong. Visualize it. I, I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. A little tear. So you're welcome, you guys. A little wisdom from my mom to you. Thanks, Anna. She's going to love that she's in this. She <laughs> She listens to our episodes and then sends me a full voice note of every single thing that she liked and where she laughed. She usually laughs at Justin more than me, but it's fine. <laughs> she she messages me on Instagram. I, I would have to give Stop. Anna a personal shout out because it really means a lot that you listen so avidly. And such a cutie. Such a cutie. Love you. Love ya. Okay. <laughs> Sports. Sports. All right, guys. March Madness is almost over. And even though it's April, it's still going on, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of the name yeah, over March it. Madness. But anyway, um, let's, you know, the finals is going to be today. It's starting. It starts today at six o'clock. It's going to be San Diego State versus UConn. Um, San Diego State won in like a buzzer beater, last second shot to beat um, uh, Florida Atlantic. And they end up winning by one point. It was a I watched the highlights. It was a very entertaining game. Like it was a good game of basketball. Did not watch cool. the UConn uh, highlights, but they'll be playing tonight. Good luck to them both. But all the drama is around women's sports, which I know, Lindsay, you don't watch very many sports, but I'm sure you've seen the memes of this one basketball player from Iowa, Caitlin Clark, like going like this to people, doing like the John Cena, you can't see me and stuff like that. So she's mm-hmm. been talking shit left and right. So anyway... The girl's a boss. I watched highlights from the entire tournament. She is putting up triple doubles. She is like putting up 30-something points. She broke the record for the amount of points in a single tournament for women. So she's a beast. And they're kind of like a Cinderella story. I was not really highly ranked. And they were playing LSU. LSU ended up dominating them. They were up by more than 10 points at most parts of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So LSU ended up winning, but... All the drama happened after the game because apparently LSU's star, one of LSU's star player, her name is um, Angel Reese, mm-hmm. um, a person of color, female of color. She went up to Caitlin Clark and like started pointing out her ring finger, like, oh, that ring's mine. And then did the John Cena, you can't see me, which I think is very poetic because I'm sure Caitlin Clark was talking that shit. Yeah. But what the media did afterwards is hits a little close to home and it's something that I've come to realize in my life is they tore her they eviscerated her in the media saying that she's classless how dare she it's not appropriate for her to or that she's a sore winner and all these insults towards her when in reality a few days later when Caitlin Clark was doing these same things they were like she's a beast she's praise she's a competitor she's bringing that energy into women's sports and Angela Angel, Angel Rice uh, brought it up in her interview. She's like, I'm gonna call you guys out on your bullshit. Like, you just oh, a second ago were calling Angel. me ghetto. You were calling me this and that when I was doing the same things that my white counterpart was doing. And when mm-hmm. we do it, we're seen as ghetto and all these things, which we're I, n- yeah, and I know exactly what you mean. Like, 
oftentimes when we do things, we have to do it to a different level because we're scrutinized a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. And so I give her props. Like, I'm glad she made this a conversation because it's something that, um, you know, goes unlooked. Props to yeah. LSU. And, you know, and Caitlin handled it gracefully. They asked her about it afterwards. She was like, hey, like they won. I was just trying to get back. She said that she didn't notice that she was taunting her because um, everybody was trying to get a statement from her about it. But she um, did the I'm right glad she didn't fan the flame. Here's no, the thing. Exactly. Like, if men were doing this, no one would even like this would not Nobody be a new story. No one no. would even care. Like, no. No one would even bat an eyelash. So just from the beginning, it's annoying. We can't yeah. just like celebrate two really iconic women in basketball yeah. without pinning them against each other. For yeah. what? Right. And that's stupid. another thing is like we always pin women against each other. So uh, yeah, just focus on on the play, like on what yeah. happened on the court. Don't focus on the the drama surrounding it. For what? That's yeah. very normal for people to taunt each other on any type of fields court swimming pool if you're playing water polo like that's what you do so i don't see why this needed to be a storyline and i think that it's bringing energy into women's sports because like i'll be like most people i don't really watch women's sports but those that game was so much fun to watch like they played they all played really really well and you know we like seeing the little scuffles between the players and stuff like that because they show that they're passionate they want it yeah absolutely so props to lsu um and angel reese um i hope that you know things get a little bit better congrats angel keep shining shit. girlfriend do you sis like do love you it. sis so and then tonight we'll let you guys know who wins between the men's i hope it's yukon because like the san diego already like they live in san diego they go to school in san diego like they get to enjoy like they could lose a game and then go watch the sunset over the beach like UConn, like they're in Connecticut. Like this is what this is what they have in college. You know, like the tournament. I, I don't. San Diego has like a lifestyle. I don't know if I agree with your premise. <laughs> um. Okay. That's my um, breakdown of sports. What are they going to be doing after? Where do they get to go? If San Diego loses, they get to go sit on a cliff and watch sunset over the ocean. If UConn loses, where do they go? Connecticut? What's there? Suburbia? I don't know. This is to be no offense to people in Connecticut. I think it's a beautiful (laughs) state. I'm just going to put this out there. I disagree with Lindsay for like the first time in pop, pop, pop podcast history. Okay. <laughs> I'm just so bored of this March Madness that I had to make it interesting to myself in some way. You're done. Well, I'm this done. will be the last time we talk about March Madness, and then we'll have to dig even deeper to find something in sports to talk about. So, I know. Seriously. <sighs> okay. Well, that is all. That's all that's we got. That's all. That's all, folks. Oh, our action item for this week is to go on your on a hike or a nature walk. Let's make it a hot girl walk. Let's visualize. Let's make it a walking mindset walk, a walking meditation. Absolutely. Especially if you live in California, we had all this rain. And so we finally have that like super bloom that everybody's been talking about. Yes. There's 
there's uh, waterfalls in the mountains of Santa Barbara that have literally been dry since I moved here. There's in, like, waterfalls? 2013. Yeah, there's like little rivers and they're like not huge Hawaii waterfalls, but there's a hike that's called Seven Falls here in Santa Barbara, but it's been bone dry for like the past decade and there's actual water in them. People are going swimming in these little pools of water. Like it's great. Cool. So, are you guys going to go? It. Yes, we plan on going this Saturday um and uh next saturday um because it's like around my birthday and we're going on a hike before a couple of my events this weekend so so fun so yeah everyone go out in nature in the name of pop take a pic of how beautiful everything looks after the rain tag us on instagram Hot t- hot girl walk or, you know, what Justin calls it, just Justin, the hashtag is HGW. Like, the fact that you're so behind on the hot girl walk, you're going to see it everywhere now. You're going to you're gonna be like, oh, I didn't know that's what HGW was for. Pause. I'm calling. There's like, I'm not some idiot who doesn't, isn't on Instagram and. Just like a pot girl walk. Am I, am I right? Okay. HGW, there's barely, there's like 45,000. Oh my God. Oh, there's a oh, fucking, oh, you guys, there's only a uniform. 45, there's a uniform for this is, you know, aloe and um, AirPod Maxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, under, I, I admit it is a thing, but it's just a goddamn walk. Yeah, but Justin, you just, Add a little spice. Whatever. I'm not going to die on this hill. Anyway, okay, thank you guys. You guys. <laughs> this was episode 10 of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I can't believe we've made it through 10 episodes. Wait, um, no, it's not. Is it actually episode 10? Yeah, it's episode 10. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Yay us. Yay us. We're a ten, decade. 10 episodes. 10 episodes. Um... I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. Justin and I fucking love it. We have so many more things down the pipeline in the works for oh Pop. Um, we're really excited meetings. to. We have, we have action items. The best thing about um, this podcast is that Justin and I now have to have meetings. And it just really turns into, oh, Jackie's our manager. Like, Gonzo's our sports um, respondent. Like, it's a family affair. It is. And we love doing it. So we hope that you guys love it too. And if you do love it, will you please review us on Apple? Please review us. I know I know, most of you don't listen to us on Apple, which like, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But can you write a review that you do and say like, oh, Lindsay and Justin, I just love hanging out with them. They're so fun and exciting. And they have the best hot takes. Also, watch us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on TikTok. Okay, that's it for us. We love ya. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.